0: Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Today I have with me Laura Rothrock, who's the new executive director of the Long Island City Business Improvement District, as well as the Long Island City Partnership. She's a noted economic development strategist who's advocated for New York City's diverse neighborhoods and organizations for most of her career. She has 20 years of experience in economic development with roles ranging from policy analysis and advocacy to business development and communications. She has particular experience working with the city's business improvement districts. She launched her postgraduate career at the New York City Department of Small Business Services, eventually becoming the BIDS program's executive director. In this role, she oversaw its $100 million contract management portfolio and served as Mayor Michael Bloomberg's representative for nearly 70 bids across the five boroughs. Laura has also worked as an executive at Nicholas and Lenz Communications, which is a government affairs and communications firm here in New York City, where she represents clients across a range of industries, including transportation, real estate, infrastructure, economic development, and tourism, among others. So Laura, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me, Josh. It's great to be here.
0: So we got a chance to meet for coffee the other day. Obviously, I'm on the board of the Long Island City Partnership. It's a great organization. Long Island City and the surrounding areas have exploded over, I don't know, the last decade. But what drew you to the partnership in terms of like your initial thoughts of applying to be executive director?
1: So for me, Long Island City, as you mentioned, has had explosive growth in the past few decades, and a lot of that has to do with the success of the Long Island City Partnership and the stakeholders that have been here for decades that have come together to Organize in really a grassroots way initially and to make Long Island City a better place. So for me, with my background as an urban planner, what better neighborhood to come to to work on stewardship of a neighborhood when it's really a city within a city. It's the most mixed-use neighborhood in the country. We have residential, commercial. We have a, a great creative economy and cultural assets, as well as manufacturing and industrial district as well, and really a growing economy, a lot of really interesting growing industries here. So for me, it was just the perfect place for me to land and having worked in the government side and the private side, now coming to the nonprofit side is a real full, full circle moment for me.
0: And you wear a couple of hats. I mean, it's not just the partnership, the bid was also formed a few years ago. So maybe you can give a little background on the mission of the partnership as well as the bid.
1: Yeah, so the partnership is the premier economic development organization for Long Island City. And it's the partnership is over 40 years old. It initially started as a a business organization to help the businesses with Long Island City organize and provide support to each other and advocate for resources for the city and the state. And Long Island City has changed over the years. And initially just being a business district, it's now a residential district and really a 24-hour community. So we have a lot of people living here and also a lot of people that come here for work. So the partnership with the increasing foot traffic saw the need for a business improvement district. And if people aren't familiar with bids, there are 76 bids throughout the city of New York, and there where property owners within a defined set of boundaries, provide supplemental services directly into the district through a special assessment on their property tax bill. And bids are managed by a board of directors that's a public-private partnership. So in the early 2000s, the partnership saw the need to form a bid, and now we have both the Long Island City Partnership and the LIC bid, and the partnership manages the bid. So we have two different organizations really under under the same umbrella with the long island city partnership.
0: And then maybe you could just give people a sense cuz sometimes i feel like people don't realize the scale of long island city because it really stretches you know from one side of the queensborough bridge to the other and then you have some major interfares that are like break it up. So maybe you could just describe like the footprint that both the bid has and the partnership has.
1: Yeah. So Long Island City is massive. I always tell people, people that are more familiar with the 7 train, I always say, you know, the first four stops on the 7 train, if you're coming from Grand Central, are Long Island City proper. And even the fifth one is like kind of on the border of Sunnyside and Long Island City. And so it's a huge district. We also service through our relationship with small business services. We provide business assistance to five different zip codes within Queens. So Mm. our reach is bigger than just just Long Island City. But when people think about Long Island City proper, a lot of people define it as, you know, one side of the bridge. There's also the neighborhood of Dutch Kills, which is a separate and distinct identity. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we also have a good relationship with the Dutch Kills uh, Civic Association and the Dutch Kills community as well.
0: What do you say coming in? I mean, I feel like you, you just started. How long ago was your first day?
1: So I started about a month ago.
0: Yeah, but, I had, <laughs> I I,
1: yeah, but I had I yeah. But had worked with the Long Island City Partnership as a consultant in my previous role for almost two years. And then when I was working in government, I also partnered with the Long Island City Partnership. So I wasn't a stranger to their work, but I am new to the position. So I'm still yeah. learning a
0: lot. I have to imagine you're still at the point where you're getting your bearings, but have you kind of thought through your strategic goals yet or some of the things that you just are looking to accomplish short term?
1: Yeah. So some of the really short-term goals are there's we have a lot of really exciting events here and our signature event is coming up on November 15th and that's the LIC Summit where we bring people who have more of a citywide or statewide view and also speakers who are local to the community to talk about the resilience of Long Island City and really put a spotlight on how great and diverse Long Island City is and we also are working on a bid expansion. So I was explaining earlier about the bid. It was formed in 2005, it was expanded in 2017, and we've been hearing from stakeholders outside of the bid boundaries that there's a real need for bid services like sanitation, beautification. Um, So we've been asked to expand those services as well. So we have, that is is a a long process to expand the bid that involves public input and public meetings. So we have public meetings coming up as well on that. So those are some of the short-term goals. And I think longer term, we have a real opportunity to promote Long Island City to different industries that are looking to expand in New York City. And for example, the life sciences, healthcare care, uh, these are some industries with that where Long Island City is really primed to be home. We have everything here. We have the workforce. We have great public transportation um, and all of those cultural assets that I spoke about. Long term, I think... One of my goals is to really promote Long Island City to some of these growing industries.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like the summit is a great opportunity for people that either want to network with the movers and shakers that have invested in Long Island City or just really learn about the opportunities that are available in Long Island City and the surrounding areas. Where can people find out more about the upcoming events that the partnership is, is hosting?
1: Sure. So the summit website is licsummit.nyc, and you can find our information about our speakers, our panels, and the activities for the day. Um, and then licpartnership.org, you'll find all of the information about the many things that the partnership does and at some of our smaller upcoming events as well. We have direct business assistance events for our members and there's information about how to become a member of the partnership because we have the bid. Um, you're sort of automatically a member of the bid if you're within our boundaries. But because we have a lot of programming and activities for outside of the bid as well, there's ways to get involved even if you aren't within the LSE bid.
0: Yeah, I think membership, you know, I can talk for being on the board. I mean, it's really a powerhouse group of people because I think also Long Island City shares a lot of connections with Manhattan just because it's like the closest neighborhood in Queens, particularly to Midtown. So I feel like it's a, it's a great organization to be involved with either as a member or on the board. And we spoke a little bit about, you know, Long Island City, kind of the explosive growth, but then also, you know, the the lost opportunity with Amazon coming you know, I'd be curious to hear from you what, you know, companies potentially have come into Long Island City or what you're envisioning as far as companies that can relocate. Because I think that's a big part of any neighborhood is when there's like an anchor that comes into, forget about a neighborhood a block. Because all of a sudden that deli opens to serve the employees and, you know, they can count on a stream of people coming in and out, let alone hiring for those positions. But are there goals that you have in terms of industries or companies particularly that you would like to see come in?
1: Yeah, so I had mentioned life sciences and healthcare, particularly because those are industries where their people have to be in the office. As you can imagine, you know, in a post COVID world, we're still living in a hybrid world where people aren't in the office every day. And we do have residents that live here and, you know, that can go to lunch here and shop here. But as far as the office, the traditional office workers, I'm looking at industries where people are coming into the office every day. You know, we also have big film and television studios here. Mm -hmm. And so So, you know, just if you walk around some of those studios, you'll see, as you mentioned, the deli or the small businesses that are being patronized by people that are working in the film and television industry. So that's a big industry for us. Even though Amazon didn't end up coming to Long Island City, I think the silver lining in all of that was that there was a national search. For a second headquarters, and it really put Long Island City on the map as far as all of the assets that we have here. And so I think unfortunately, you know, we were still sort of riding on a high of like Long Island City had this national spotlight. And then unfortunately, COVID kind of took the wind out of our sails. But I think we're well positioned now to really promote Long Island City again to some of these growing industries.
0: And there's also some major tax benefits. I mean, you know, people thought it was just for Amazon, but I think one of the roles for the partnership that's very helpful is helping businesses navigate either tax benefits or, you know, zoning or some other issues that a lot of businesses have to work through in order to realize. So I don't know, maybe if you can share some of those, I guess, ways that the partnership holds the hands of businesses and supports them when they are looking to either relocate to Long Island city or just, you know, or looking for other help.
1: Yeah, so the tax incentives are incentives with both the city and the state that have been around for a long time and really when people talk about economic development, really what they need is jobs. So how many jobs are you creating? If you're coming and you're starting a business and you're opening a business, how much money are you putting back into the economy? And so the city and state have programs where there are tax incentives for companies that are opening and bringing new talent into the district um, and creating new jobs. But those can be really hard to navigate, as you can imagine. So the Long Island city partnership has been helpful and it's not you know we talk about Amazon and that's like the really largest scale um, that you can think of but there are, are many smaller companies that are looking to grow and um, are looking for incentives and so they can come to us and we can help them navigate both the the tax incentive side but also the space you know where is their space where would it make sense if I'm a um, costume if I have a company that makes costumes for example for Broadway mm-hmm. or for movies or television I want to be near all of those companies that I'm going to be working with. So you can come to us. We can give you a sense of, okay, these are the locations that are available. This is how you can get involved with us and how we can help you navigate government, not only with tax incentives, but also with, you know, with permits and approvals when you're trying to open a business and start a business.
0: Yeah, which means a lot. It can make a big difference for any company, small or large. So I don't want to put you on the spot and ask for your favorite business of Long Island City. But, you know, for me, the waterfront is my favorite part of Long Island City. I think the park along the waterfront or parks, I should say, along the waterfront are are some of the best in in New York City. And the views, I think, are the best. And that's that's a big statement because, uh, you know, Brooklyn Bridge Park has amazing views of downtown Manhattan. But you guys have the unobstructed views of like Midtown with like the U.N., Being the centerpiece, Um, and I did the flea market right on the waterfront for like Mm -hmm. eight years before the pandemic. But what would you say is your favorite part of Long Island City?
1: The waterfront is very cool, and we and you know shout out to NYC Ferry, which is a great way to get to Long Island City. We have two stops here, and you know with great connections. But it's hard for me to to really pick a favorite. Honestly, I think um, I really like Court Square. I think it's really cool and interesting because it has really the mix of the retail, residential. You can find great coffee shops like where we had coffee and restaurants. I also think our industrial business area is really interesting because that's where you'll find so many of the different manufacturing companies or growing industries that really make Long Island City so unique and different from Manhattan or downtown Brooklyn is our manufacturing industrial sector.
0: It's a great neighborhood, so you know I would certainly tell anyone that if you haven't been there in a while, it has changed so much, and I think it's you know really one of the greatest neighborhoods in New York City. So, Laura, I want to wish you the best of luck, even though you're not going to need it. I know you're going to be great at the partnership and the bid, and I look forward to seeing you at the summit. And hopefully, everyone listening will uh, will join us.
1: Thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you.
0: Likewise. Make sure to subscribe to Schnepps Connects wherever you stream your podcasts or get us online at podcast.schnepsmedia.com.